Welcome everyone live from the Dutch Hall. It's Pete Van Dyke, the two-time President Club Award winner here. Welcome you to the uh, the first annual, I think it's going to have to be. It's going to be. Yeah, the Farmers, Spring Farmers Meeting. Spring Open. It's, it's pretty <laughs> chilly outside and the plants are ready to get put in the ground. Yeah. But no one's uh, able to put them in there. No. So they're all antsy. Yeah. They're There's nothing to else go. to do. Yeah. So why don't we head to the Dutch Hall and have a few drinks and talk about it. Let's take it easy. We got some great guests in here today. We have our uh, band member, our band leader for this week, Mike Bo, who's supposed to be playing tobacco, but he's here as our band leader, (laughs) unlike someone else. Yeah, Yeah, who's that? The rooster. (laughs) We got here as our guest tonight, we have the Beeb, Derek Van Hooten, a tobacco farmer, and my good friend friend and cousin Ben DeConnick who's also itching to plant some crop. As always, I have my bartender Paul Van Dyke in our live studio audience. I'm Pete Van Dyke again. Let's get this show on the road, Michael. Yeah, let's get it going. This, this show is dedicated to the memory of John Van Dyke. All right, everybody. All cheers. Right, cheers. All right, everyone. Hey, what, what's it? It's a somber note. It started with a somber note, but then the hot crowd came Here involved. We go. Here we go. Well, welcome everyone to live from the Dutch Hall. As I said again, I'm, I'm your host Pete Van Dyke, and we got a chilly day out today. It's a, it's been a little. We had a, some great weather for May, and and a good start. Yeah, we, we had a couple of nice hot weekends. Every yeah. everyone's ready to get going. The land's warming up, and we're ready to start planting crops. Areolas are out. But then the mother, <laughs> mother nature is, was a cold-hearted bitch. Oh, fuck. Yeah, a cold-hearted bitch, and she's decided to uh, put a frost warning for, what, Saturday? Yeah, is heavy. Heavy, thick. heavy, thick frost <laughs> warning thick frost for Saturday. Saturday. Well, we're live here today. Not only are we live in the Dutch Hall, as always, on iTunes and and uh, and all the podcast providers like Stitcher and Con- and comcast or whatever the fuck they're called right berries were there what i was gonna say that i wasn't say that i won't do that anymore we're gonna actually clean it up a little oh. bit this week because my my sister actually she gave me a little bit of feedback did she yeah oh, oh does yeah. it go like this no not not yet michael not yet we're, <laughs> we're gonna get into that a bit later Son but of a my sister gave me some feedback excited. she says i'd like to support your show on facebook and like give it a, a share but she says your content is starting to be make it difficult for me to to uh, graphic share your po- program. She said last week's episode, effort right in the P, which was the title of it, which I cleaned it up. I made it clean for everyone, but apparently the subject matter was too much for some people to be able to to share. So this week I said I promise I'm going to keep it. Um, I'm going to get some serious subject matter. We're going to talk about the issues of of food and agriculture, and, yeah, and we're going to turn around. Yeah, yeah we're going to like show that we're like real important, like like journalists here. We're yeah. we're, we're broadcasting in, uh, intense stuff. The you know? fucker ain't a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, come on. Well, still, it's a great tagline. I don't know. I don't know what the problem was. Great. Like, kind of has a ring to it. <laughs> it has a ring to it. I don't know, but. We're gonna, we'll try to keep it clean this week as we talk about other things like like uh, serious matters, right? Yeah. I want, but before we get into uh, too much of the show, one I did uh, reach out to. Uh, oh, I'm really hitting loud for the people at home. Sorry, but uh, I, I reached out to the people at home. I said we're gonna start booking a live studio audience, and this this week we had our first ever uh, our live studio audience where which showed up. We had two people show up. Hey-o. I don't know if they hit the call from uh, from Facebook or from. Uh, What's the other one called? Um, oh shit! Twitter? No, I got the uh, Instagram. No, what, no Periscope. Periscope. I forgot to mention we're live on Periscope. We're actually live on Periscope right now too. We have our camera woman out there just hitting our live studio audience. These two beauties right here. You might recognize Barry Wilson. Hey, he's our uh, he's the star of the of, t- of T-shirt club. We should have an applause. One of the greatest. We need an applause card. What? No, you guys need to applaud people who you actually have respect for. They come in studio. Hey, Barry, hey, we are live. Hey, 
we're a live studio audience. You yeah. gotta clap for the fucking people here. Oh, when we yeah. when the show began, <laughs> I'm like, hey, the theme song's over. Where's the applause? Uh, even my canned applause was late. You know, <laughs> Jeez, you guys gotta you guys gotta step up a bit. Yeah. Anyways. We've known the people that don't know Barry Wilson from T-shirt Club might know him from uh, from Soundbite Barry Wilson, who who's always uh, showing up on the uh, Haitian Dwarf theme song. Where where is he? Soundboard. There he is. I love that word. There he yeah, is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. Anyways, <laughs> one time. And another, our other member of the live studio audience that came today is a great friend of the show. He's been in such great episodes. He's been on the anniversary show. Are you, are too many to count now, Barney, eh? Yeah, I've been on like probably six, six, seven shows, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the original super fans, one of the original super fans of the show, been with us from the beginning and always supported us and been in here. It's, it, it's, it's uh, Barney. What's this call him? Barney. Well, you want to get real name? No. You can do more stuff if I don't give you a real yeah, name. Yeah, <laughs> Barney Barham. Yeah. Let's hear it for him, everyone. There you go. There you go. Nice to hear All right. So, Ben, we we got uh we had uh, it is uh your plants have been ready since Bristol. Brent, you're the captain of the Bristol trip, and uh, we've we've you've been mentioned on the show. I haven't. I was saying. I was thinking about. I was watching how itchy some guys are. Eh? You know, like that. The right now, how it is for for the plants. They've been ready for a while, and now we got to wait on them. And you're just kind of itching. You got everything ready. The plants. The machinery's ready. The rows are ready. The everything's ready to go. All we got to wait on is Mother Nature to get going. You guys are all itchy, right? I can see you guys. For I can second. see all three of you guys. We're all leaning here. ahead. Yeah. Right? You're all just kind of itching. It's like it reminds we me of it. You're ready to go. It's like it's like if you go into a whorehouse with a bunch of like uh, horny guys on a like you know on like a bachelor party or something like that, and, you, and everyone en- enters into the into the like uh, waiting room, you know, and some and some old like uh, you know madam comes out, like some elderly like kind of like motherly creature comes yeah. out and greets you in there and says, just you know, right now the girls are getting ready. We're gonna bring them out in a minute, but you guys are just sitting out there saying, I want to go now. I want to go now. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of with you guys. Some of you guys handle it better. Some of you guys handle it better than others. Like some of you guys are taking it easy. But I've seen guys. Like some guys are maybe like live in close proximity to me. They're itching or they're bouncing. Right? They're ready to go. And then you look at a guy like Ryder, who's who's already like cu- cutting asparagus yeah, and packing. And he's going. He's already been in there with a girl for a while. You know. He's in the zone. He's in the zone. He's, he might be walking out as we walk in. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy I've he's been like, there a ahead, couple times. He's blowing that original steam off. He's got moving now, right? You guys got a long winter that you just <laughs> went through, and you're ready to get going, like going full steam into your cropping year, right? Oh, yeah. Blue balls, <laughs> <laughs> blue balls are heavy. The blue balls are heavy right now. Blue balls are heavy. I haven't get, seen. Get planting, uh, release some pressure here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a guy this eager to plant something in the dirt since uh, Ben's wife first told him she could put <laughs> he could put it in her ass. Oh, oh damn! It. I screwed the joke up. I wrecked it. <laughs> I wanted to say, for the record, for the record, that was a joke. And it was not based on Ben's pristine wife, who would uh, never, uh, who, who would never talk about such that. such things about her. It was just a That's joke. <laughs> it was. I should have said Paul. Right? I should have said Paul. <laughs> I should have said Paul. I would have been better off. I would have mentioned my bartender. <laughs> Listening on the way down. With the kids. We'll have to chop that in, eh? <laughs> we'll, we'll edit that out, Ben. Don't worry. We'll never. Your wife will never know. It was. It, I would. I wouldn't want to be in bad favor with well, her. You so. haven't said last Periscope. name yet. You're still good. You haven't said last Unless she name. got us on Periscope, then we're done. No, no one knows that. There's no one watching. Uh, zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we tried. There was there ever anyone? Uh, Dave joined for about a 30 seconds, and that was it. Just one guy joined, and then they're all like, that's it. We we've seen enough. We've seen enough. So, at what point in time you say we just give up on it, oh. on Periscope? Well, I had to tell the listening audience about Periscope yeah. so they know what's, yeah. going what's going on. Well, the list, like, it's funny. I did like a two-second or like a two-second like video on Periscope where I just did a, like a video of the Dutch Hall, and I had like twenty-five 
viewers, you know. So you figured, yeah, you're good. We made absinthe over there earlier tonight, and we were just making a couple shots of absinthe. We yeah. had like, uh, what, like 60, 70 people or whatever that just started watching, and they were commenting. There were people from Australia and the UK and Missouri and stuff. Said Paul was cute, you oh, know. Oh, it was great. It was like. Oh, musk. Yeah, they can <laughs> smell it through the musk. Paul said it was because of the musk, right? Yeah. But then we ended up, uh, we we said, uh, we ended up starting, the, like, uh, we start the show, and how many we had? Zero. <laughs> zero <laughs> and zero. No one wants to watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool if we tried it on YouTube, no one want to watch it, right? I guess only people listen to it. I don't, I don't know what it is all about. They don't like to look at us. I don't understand this stuff. Anyway, so I think uh, what I was talking about today, I was I was thinking about you guys trying to get ready to go farming mm -hmm. and uh, how you were, um, how like uh, the people who don't get what uh, you guys go through, like kind of on a daily basis, right? Like no one really gives a shit about farmers in general, right? Like yeah. the people, like they most assume, of the- They assume that it's just taken care of, yeah. Yeah, like they don't think about it. Like most of the population is urban. The, the growth in all the population is urban. Most yeah. of the rural community moves out to the cities eventually. And uh, they that's how the structure is kind of set up, is that everyone kind of goes out to the city. And then when... Um, and so then the, and then the people that are left to farm, you know, like they have to kind of do more with less like everyone else has to. So then the farms get consolidated and then there's less and less of the farms. And then uh, so there's less and less voice for the farmer right. and then people are more and more removed from the realities of what goes on with agriculture and they stop caring about it right it becomes a, they, they think they relate food to this like uh product they receive in packaging all at kind of store. at the grocery yeah. store right yeah. they assumed it's going to be there but next week yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> but they don't really understand like uh, that someone grows it and that it has to be done and that if their process yeah and if it is if you do want to grow it safely if you want to have food that you grow safely or whatever you grow safely that you have to follow certain uh yeah lots of uh paperwork and rules and rules and stuff yeah. right and it's different for every country that participates in it right exactly. so like i was thinking about that because uh yeah, but we all grow tobacco but we all, yeah you guys all grow tobacco <laughs> and no Smoke it's that delicious yeah. after dinner mint. Yeah. yeah, and nobody gives a nobody shit about eats. it, right? Nobody gives a shit because it. Yeah, <laughs> in the in, you keep giving us more stipulations. <laughs> in the farming world, yeah. the tobacco farmer is the uh, worst. Is it has the least amount of pity from any of the other farming oh, communities? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is the tobacco, is the tobacco yeah. farmer? We're yeah, that's considered right. lazy as fuck, and we just is easy. It's just easy. Wow, hold on. <laughs> hold the fuck on. Well, I know. Well, what, do you, what more do you do than put the plant in the ground and let it grow and then you wait. pick it, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, we got to force it to do a few things. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been involved in this. Yeah. 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 This is not poor internet connection, it is smoke. <laughs> yeah. hey, man. Charles warming up. No, no, it's We're Pine no Grove. We're on a balcony at a bar. We're fucking, yeah, we can smoke wherever we want here. Yeah, well, we're in tobacco country, so we decided to go smoke them if you got them tonight. So the Dutch Hall is got a bit of a haze to it. Thanks which, for supporting us. Yeah, yeah. we're just supporting you. Really appreciate Jane, it. If you get down a little lower with the camera, the smoke seems to rise. Right? <laughs> yeah. You can get a clearer yeah. picture lower. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'll squat. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. Like, if you... Uh, so like there's the the people that so people are caring less and less about what the farmers have to deal with because they there's more and more removed from it right yeah. so that's my point right yeah. so then if you were to think about like uh, I think about it like uh, there's two types of people out there right now there's like the Walmart people you know like the and I don't have anything against Walmart like or I use Walmart <laughs> I should say I do have something against them but like the I still like cheap you know like I'm gonna yeah. go in and do cheap right. We are yeah, I'm Dutch, by the way. So like, it makes sense for me to buy cheap stuff. But the Walmart people, when you go into Walmart and you see the like people that are just kind of like they're on autopilot or they're just kind of droning through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of treats in there. The old track pants wearing like <laughs> comfortable. Yeah, very comfortable. Nice Velcro people. shoe on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice Velcro shoe. Every option to give up on any sort of effort to participate in Maybe life. Maybe aren't even walking; they're on a scooter. Yeah, whatever. Whatever they can do that's a little easier than having to put forth an effort at all. Those people are gonna want, gonna eat what's ever in a shiny package. Anything that a farmer has to say about what they're dealing with in their industry, no one gives a shit about, right? No. Right? Not at all. And the guys, and even those same people who probably do smoke cigarettes. <laughs> 
they they probably they still don't give a shit about what happens with a tobacco farmer because they don't see the correlation between one and the other, right? Right. And uh, no one cares as long as it's cheap for them or as long as it's easy for them, right? Cheap and uh, as long as they can, uh, well, in our case, as long as they can smoke it and it tastes good to them, who cares? Right. They don't care about how it's made or what it. What, it's price and taste, I would say. Right. right. And then there's the other then there's the other end of the spectrum, which is the like uh hipster, hippie, like uh you know, like uh intellectual, like uh yuppie yeah. you know snotty nose in the air, like urbanite who's like really keen on what they're eating or where does this come from? What far is this farm fresh? Right. You know? Is, is, it, or, is it organic? I'm is it organic, <laughs> hormone free, you know, all that bullshit? Yeah. You know, you know that the chicken farmers put out something that said it was uh, it was hormone-free chicken, yeah. but they didn't. No one used hormones on their chicken. <laughs> no one used hormones on their chicken. They just but said it's hormone-free. Hormone hormone-free chicken, and then pe people it's were an like advertisement piece. To, yeah. Yeah, but no one used hormones no. on chicken. They were just saying something that didn't. No one did. It's like saying uh, we have like, uh, uh, you know. Healthy cigarettes. Asparagus has <laughs> never been urinated on. You know, you're like yeah. asparagus. This has never been urinated yeah. on. No, and it's like, well, well, we never urinate right. on the asparagus. We're, we're not supposed to do that. Only in the winter. Only yeah. in the winter. You know, we're trying to keep the plant <laughs> warm. Or <laughs> like on a frosty night when it's going to get close to zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that one field beside Ryder's house, I think, might have a few plants that you can make that claim to. Yeah, <laughs> some of the nights in his garage warmed up earlier than they're supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> started growing early. But you know what I mean? Like sometimes you're just feeding the public a line of like a, yeah. a bullshit. What they you know? want to hear. Yeah, what they want, and yeah. then just in order to get them to, to to you know get them motivated to try to. Yeah, but it works. Huh? It works. I guess the it does. To the public, well, yeah. Yeah. You put certain advertisement pieces on certain things, it's gonna, it's gonna like flow, like guaranteed. It's gonna, uh, the public's gonna take to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, I think that the consumer. That's the thing about like agriculture now. If this, the the consumer's still gonna drive it. Like even as this gets more and more prevalent, like right now is is the what exists is only gonna get worse. Like right. people are gonna become more and more removed. You know, people might get enlightened to the fact that they're uh, they start to care about what they're eating all of a sudden, so they're going to ask more questions, and that's good for farming, right? Right. But then you should ask the questions all around. You know, like, well, if you want to eat strawberries year-round, then the strawberries you're getting in the winter time, you know, like they don't have the same rules for, yeah. as the Canadian strawberries that you buy. Well, you know what's funny is, is uh, my sister-in-law and my fiance were putting a garden in, and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to be an or organic garden, and she's dumping fertilizer on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to um, tell you, but that's not organic. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sounds good though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Because I bought a Canadian Tire, and, you know, it's yeah. just because it says, uh, you know, yeah, it's a funny start, starter plant product. It's not, you know, organic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, even the organic, they have a organic fertilizer and organic pen well, pesticide. Well, she definitely wasn't using that. <laughs> yeah, but they, but they, said, they do have ended, it though. You're yeah. right. I once they just ended that scenario. I once talked to a guy who said he had an organic weed. He said, oh, I, have, really? I have organic How? weed. And I said, well, what makes it organic? I said, you don't spray anything on it? And he's like, uh, you don't use any fertilizer? He goes, no, I use starter fertilizer, and then I spray for the bugs when they, you know, when the mites or whatever, and then I, I put on the <laughs> phosphorus at the end or whatever, and then you're like, really what? Make the buds nice. how is it organic? Like, what, what about it? That's so easy to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you took out the water. Like, I grew yeah. it outside. <laughs> I grew it outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you, you transported the water out and put soil in and... Yeah, it did the exact same thing, cows. you know. Like it's, it's yeah. the same thing. People just have this idea of it's growing out in the wilderness, yeah. you know, in a pot or whatever, and it's like God is, uh, you, you know, it's growth. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> growing out in the sunshine. All I do is put fertilizer and pesticide on it, but other than that, it's organic, right? Yeah. It's like you it's don't fucking know what organic whole, is. Yeah, you just contradicting the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, it's crazy. I think that's yeah. what most like the, the you're dealing with a confused consumer most <laughs> right. of the time. What are you doing, bartender? <laughs> A big accident gotta, over we, there. We got a man down. Yeah. Surprise, Piper down. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten ugly here. Yeah. It's gotten ugly here. Yeah. Quick, like it took seconds. Yeah. That's it. Wait, wait, the one thing I wanted to say, and then <laughs> I was gonna say, like, uh, like my daughter, like Caitlin. Yeah. 
like she bought a she was going shopping she's big on an organic kit a kick you know she's like on a big uh, she wants to be healthy which and isn't eat. bad no it's good no, it's good yeah you know at least she's thinking she about what healthy, she's eating yeah. right she she see if you if you buy like processed cheese or you buy like uh um something that's in a package or something like that she won't eat it she refuses to eat it right really? at dinner yeah yeah she's 13 she won't she won't eat it she'll say like she wants to eat like uh that's early I sometimes enjoy, wow. I enjoy a nice uh, cheese she slice. She wants to shave yeah, her off the yeah. bird. A little good. she good doesn't. Crackers. You know what yeah. I've been doing? I've been taking leftover meat that I have in the fridge, and I just cut it up into a bowl. With if I have a leftover like onions and peppers or something like that, I'll cut those up and Cracker then I'll, it up. Then I no. Then I put in a couple cheese slices because yeah. we've got extra cheese slices, and then I because nobody's eating them. I, yeah, because no one's eating them. And I put it in the microwave. I melt it. And then I put in a little either blue cheese sauce or mayonnaise. I like stir it up and I eat it like a dip. <laughs> Real <laughs> mix. Yeah. yeah. I eat like a dip as a little nighttime snack. <laughs> what do you put nice. a little nacho in there? Oh yeah, nacho. <laughs> the go, nacho that's scoop. Good, yeah. That sounds like a real delight. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's like a, it's like a I like it like a that's, sandwich, but no bread. You know. It's like <laughs> uh, I use a meal in itself. Yeah. I love it. It's like when you're at a turkey dinner or whatever, and uh, you got you got some uh, gravy, and you got a little bit of. You know, peas in there. You got all that stuff, and you just mash it together and eat it up as yeah. one. Just mash it in a bowl like a dog, and then eat it. <laughs> it's like right? Shepherd's Good old pie shepherd's pie, exactly. Good old yeah, exactly. I make my own. I love it. It's mix the whole plate together. Like just take the plate and then mix it all into one big mess, and then put some Thai sauce on top of it, and then eat the whole thing. If you're in trouble, just put a little mayo in there. No big yeah. deal. Oh, mayo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little applesauce on that will be perfect. Ooh, a little applemousse. Applemousse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know what we should do before we get too far into this? We should probably recognize the, uh, do a little segment that we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's Feedback, We Got Feedback is brought to you by our friends from VG Meats, which I'm going to call just Good Meats now. Oh. I've downgraded them to good meats this week. I won't even Did go you get very some good. Meats. Yet? No pepperettes. No. No pepperettes. I'll tell you about those VG <laughs> boys. Here? They make a good. Uh, they make a good meat product. If you go into either if locations, you, if you can get to it. But, they, but they, they're not giving it to you for free. <laughs> that's for sure. Even if you promote them every week on your podcast, they won't give you any free pepperettes. Samples. Nothing at all. We've been calling out for it for weeks. I get, they get good stuff. And I know Kyle's listening. Yeah. I know he's listening. <laughs> he hears about pepperettes every Where week. Where are you driving this morning, buddy? Because <laughs> we could show you some uh, last night pepperettes. Yeah. All you got, those pepperettes don't last forever. Whenever they're something you wouldn't sell to anyone else, you just hand them over to the Dutch Hall. <laughs> yeah. And we eat them. Is that too much to ask? And if you're out at go- This is a farming episode. Like, we want, yeah. VG yeah. Meats is, this is, this is all about him, his episode yeah. right here. That's what I think. Yeah. You know what, uh. But I want to say, if you if you are in either of their locations, either at Simcoe or Stony Creek, and you uh, print out the coupon from my Live from the Dutch Hall website at uh, livefromthedutchhall.com, uh, or you just go in there and you say, you know what, I want the Dutch Hall coupon, or I want the Dutch Hall deal that's on the coupon, and see what they say, because I want to see if they're going to honor it, even if you don't have the physical printed out portion, but I think those guys should do it, right? So I'm thinking I'm going to go. You say it, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep pushing them every week till they stop. <laughs> you don't even need a coupon anymore. You just go in and need the Dutch Hall. Yeah, give me the, I've been listening to the Dutch Hall. I want the deal. I want the deal. The Dutch Hall deal. Right? right? Just say you want the Dutch Hall deal and see what they do. I think we're going to work this out. I think it's going to work better than the printed out thing. It it's a lot easier than going on the website and printing out a coupon. You just go in there and say, hey, I will listen to live from the Dutch Hall. I want the Dutch Hall deal this month. You know, right? It would be sweet if, uh, I'm not saying they have to do it all the time, but if they just said, I want the Dutch Hall deal. And they just give you a big bag of pepperettes. <laughs> it's complimentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. Finally equal up to a nice that bag is a of great idea. for friends, family, listeners. And the other, the, the other feedback we got feedback is brought to you by Amazon. If you go to my website and you click on the Amazon link, you can do all your Amazon shopping and some of that money will come back and help the show. I just cashed my first check the other day. How much was it, Pete? Oh, $149.20. Oh, my God. In my bank Big account time. now. Big in my time. bank account Big now. Slow time. clap, slow clap. That's good. Yes, there he is. I'm rich as I'm rich <laughs> as hell right now. I'm just feel rich, and everyone's envious of me. Because I have one hundred and forty nine dollars and twenty cents. What? <laughs> Anyways, so we always like to honor our listener of the week this week. We always already mentioned Lori's feedback, and she didn't. That didn't win her listener of the week. Delightful and, girl, though. But it was a great Love piece you. of feedback. 
We got another piece of feedback this week from our friend. Um, oh, shoot. I don't have this. Uh, let me just see if I can do this. We got our friend Mark Rowan. He's been on a few shows, California Dream, and he's been on the uh, Cinco on? de Wino. Cinco show. de Wino, yeah. yeah. He he sent. He's from uh, California. He's a listener of the show, and he also has been on a couple times. He sent me a video, oh. and uh, a video message to uh, for the live from the Dutch Hall audience. And I'm going to play it for you here. Let me just see if I can get this thing to work. Come on, mother. There we go. Technical difficulties. Oh, he's, he's not too bad. Very good. Ah. I I so these American people, I'm going to check them all. I'm going to choke them forever. American people, no good. <laughs> How was it? That's good. So, um, so Pete, this is the uh, authentic sheik. There Number was the two. iron sheik. Number two. And then the authentic sheik. This is in the WCW, right? Yes, number two. Number two. There you go. So, rematch, right? Iron Sheik. I'm looking for him. the Sheik. I'm looking for him. That's the message they sent to me. I like how he says, Iron Sheik, eh? Rematch. Rematch. Rematch, eh? Mark's like, all of a sudden he gets broken English when he talks to this guy. One, I gotta say, this guy. We we have the we don't have the Iron Sheik on this episode, but every time Charles doesn't show up, we had to fill in for him on the Nocturnal Emissions. He's quiet today, but he's always here when yeah. when Dave's not here, and that's yeah. the that's the soundboard, the soundboard Sheik. Soundboard Sheik, good and, guy. And soundboard Sheik, I gotta tell you, you haven't said anything much today, but um, what? Oh Jesus, wheeze. Soundboard Sheik, I didn't hear you. You're gonna have to speak up. Maybe get in front of a microphone right now. We're we're trying to get things working Go for you. Fuck. Oh, there you oh okay, there you are. Okay, so I Sorry, wanted to ask Jesus. you, Sheik, uh, this guy, he, he calls himself the authentic Sheik number two. Number two, like a... Number two. It sounds like a big dump, doesn't it, Sheik? Sheik number one? What do you think Iron about... Sheik. What do you? Oh, no, 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 the, the, the Iron Sheik, right? You're not the authentic Sheik. Well, the thing was, before the... Well, that's a valid question, Barney. Let me just answer that, because I did some research on this clown, all right? This this guy, the Sheik, the authentic Sheik, uh, he is a, uh, there is a... There was the original Sheik, which was a guy, I don't remember his name now, Ed, like, Farhad or something like that. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty close to that. I'm pretty close, I believe okay. And he was called the original Sheik, and he was uh, he was in the WCW, and he was he was uh, the uncle of or something of Sabu. He was in ECW. He was the first hardcore Sheik, and uh, it was around the same or be, actually a little predated, I think, to the Iron Sheik. And then when the Iron Sheik came in, of course, he's a physical specimen, one of the greatest athletes ever to compete in the squared circle, Imagine. and he's a guest of life from the Dutch Hall, of course. And I got him on the show, and this clown here that I looked up on uh, Wikipedia is no more notable than Pete Van Dyke himself. <laughs> this guy is not even on Wikipedia. You look, you look at it, you look at his uh, credentials as a as a wrestler, as an entertainer. He's nothing. He's a jabroni. He's a big jabroni. What do you think? Our, what do you think? Uh, Soundboard Sheik. Well, do you have anything to say to the uh, to the authentic Sheik? Don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Oh. <laughs> there you go. And you know, while you're at it, uh, Soundboard Sheik, you come fill in when Dave Charles can't be here. So do you have anything you can say to uh, my good buddy, the rooster, uh, regarding um, him not being here today? Rooster Dave, whatever your fucking name is, I want to <laughs> let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for what reason. You're young, intelligent man. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb, son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Oh, thank you. Well, I think that, yeah, is a, that is the appropriate response to Dave because he should show up more often or he's going to lose his band <laughs> band leader uh, title that he, and that he yeah, relishes yeah. so much. He loves that. He loves the title. So we got feedback from Mark Rowan. Well, that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough for Listener of the Week this he's week. not it either. No, no. This week's, Lori, this week's Listener Mark. of the Week. Are you ready for it? Are we ready for it? Oh, wait, where's the drum roll? What did he say? <laughs> Listener of the week this week is... Neil Duma. Ah, Neil Duma. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, yes. Neil Duma. Neil Duma is our Listener of the Week. And uh, Paul, if you'd like to... Could you tell the story about how Neil Duma became Listener of the Week? 
I saw him in the grocery store. I haven't seen him for years. And uh, so we got chatting, and at the end of the conversation, he's like, Yeah, I listen to that Dutch Hall at, uh, at work. I, me and the guys at work, we really get a kick out of it. He either listens to it at work or uh, on the drive to work. I don't really know, but he yeah. says he gets a real kick out of it and keep up doing what we're doing. Oh, that's I mean, really, that's uh, let's hear it for that's Neil Duma. This way he's listening to it. And that's the thing. You can give us feedback a number of ways. You can either go to livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com or you can go uh, on Facebook, uh, Live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook. You can like us there. Or on Twitter, Dutch Hall on Twitter. There's Instagram. There's Periscope now. So there's lots of ways for you guys to get a hold of us and uh, tell us what you think. Give us some feedback. We have five, we have five listeners or five viewers on Periscope right now. Oh, we got we got an American listener. We're finally starting to pick hot. up on Periscope. We're getting, We're getting hot on this Periscope <laughs> thing. Periscope is. A, have you heard of it, Mike? Like, no, I haven't. Well, Put this me in here, Pete. Well, Periscope's fairly new. It's kind of a newer uh, medium for video, and it's live streaming video you can do on your phone. It's a free app. You get Twitter. I think owns it or whatever. Okay. So you just use your tr- Twitter handle. You get into Periscope, and you can watch live feeds from the people you follow. And it's it's got your ability to, to do live. <sighs> Uh, t- uh, chat live text as well as 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 the video as it comes up so you'll see as a as you're watching like people from all over the world are like kind of texting and comment on and commenting on what they're seeing right, right yeah, hearts. I don't know what the hearts are. I think they might be likes or something like that, or like people are staying on so long you get hearts. It's kind of like Super Mario. It just keeps like you're hitting <laughs> coins. You're trying to get the coins. You get a star, you get Ultimo powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frog suit, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the raccoon. Oh, oh. He's that's a tail. Retro, Mario. Oh, you're old school Mario, yeah. <laughs> sounds great. Well, Periscope sounds great. So we got everybody. We got everybody uh, uh, from uh, from listener of the week to all of our new listeners. We got our plugs in place. We got everything done except for one thing. You know what that is? Our good friend. Our good friend, the Haitian dwarf. We got to hear from him. We hear from him every week. Love that word. We got the double. We got the double. We got the soundboard Barry and the real life Barry at the same time with that one. That was a real treat. That was a real treat. That's that's one of the things that just that goes into the vault for the all time great moments of life from the Dutch Hall. <laughs> we had the real live berry for that. That was great. So the Haitian Dwarf gives us feedback every week, and this week's no exception. Haitian Dwarf will listen to our last episode, which was, I think, uh, called um, Effort in the P. We talked about... <laughs> that's the, like, the, the root that colloquial version. Where the heck is my... I still got my job too. I've been trying to get rid of that job. They won't. They won't. won't. But I can't fire myself. (laughs) Well, the Haitian dwarf gave us feedback this week, as it does every week. This week, he gave us five stars. Five stars, as always. Five stars again. He says to the dude who was so proud of himself for creating a soundbite that happened to go viral on the Ultranet. He calls it the Ultranet in Haiti. I think they call it the Ultranet. Yeah, Yeah, it starts with a U. Yeah. Well done. Thank you for your valuable contribution to society. The Kardashians would be proud. Oh, so thank you. That's his thing. I think that... You know, I think the Haitian dwarf was saying right there. It was a little political commentary on the Haitian dwarf's part. <laughs> I think the Haitian dwarf was being a little bit. You know what he was being a little. He was being a little bit edgy there. He was like making his commentary known that he thought this this effort in the P thing was a bunch of fluff and stuff. Eh? There's a bunch of garbage that's put out to the to the to the masses, the to the dummies out there. That's what he's kind of like right. thumbing his nose at the Haitian dwarf. He's an aristocrat apparently. He's above that. He's above the effort and the P, you know. Okay. He's a part of the of the of the institution it seems like to to me, you know, by him making that comment, he seems like he's on the part of the side of the news, side of the, the corporate bullshit that goes out every week. He's not the part of the guy that yells in the background, fucker in the pussy, just <laughs> just or, just to screw everything up, you know. I don't know. I like it. Haitian dwarf. I'm going to say me and you are at odds on this and the fuckles. Yeah. Oh, the fuckles. Oh, yes, the fuckles. 
Oh, you don't talk to Firehouse either. <laughs> Asian Dwarf's really starting. He's been with us from the beginning. He keeps giving us five stars, but I think we're losing him slowly. <laughs> slowly. These subjects we're talking about. <laughs> we'll bring him back. We'll bring him back. we got to bring him back eventually. Yeah. I don't know. Is it going to happen with Farming Talk, Beef, you think? I don't know. I hope so. I don't know. We Maybe might get him back. Relate. You know yeah. what else happened? Yeah. That's feedback. We got feedback this week, but... You know what else happened this week was uh, Dave Letterman uh, had his last show. Yes, he did. It's all done. Yeah. And uh, didn't even watch it because I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I tried to, I and I watched the hockey game, and then I fell asleep. Letterman. <laughs> Who won the hockey Letterman. game, by the way? It was, uh, what night was that? Tampa. Last? Yeah, Tampa won an OT. That's yeah. right. Is that game one or game two? That was uh, three. game three. Game three. So Are you three. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm not out of it? Yeah, we're going. So what's the series out there for t- two, one, Tampa? 2-1 Tampa. 2-1 Tampa, yeah. 2-1 Tampa, and then the other one's at 1-1. Uh, well, now, now, no, now it's 2-1 Chicago. Chicago won the they third just, game? D- just won 2-1. Oh, Beaver, the up-to-date. Oh, yeah. Is that right now? Right now. Oh, this is a big deal. Yeah. call you Bob McKenzie yeah. over there, right? Eh? Darren Dragger. Yeah. Maybe. So what do you think is going to happen? Don't call me Nick Kiprios. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, you're a good guy. I like yeah, you. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen this year, Beaver? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's tight. I don't know. It's good playoffs. Did you it's go, fun to watch. Are you still uh, competitive in your hockey pool? No. Oh. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Bozy will be the first one to admit it or agree with me too. Like fucking, I'm I'm a, I'm an awesome loser. Like I fucking I I will I, agree with hey, that. Five days in, great loser. I lost. I lost. You can't lose any worse. <laughs> I, I I hit the record. Worst or best worst loser. What this app? This particular this playoffs, playoffs. I committed and admitted it was a big mistake. He is uh, <laughs> officially. He is the. Uh, has the lowest score of all time in the old cock playoff pool. Yeah. <laughs> really? That has yeah. been running for a steady six years at least. Yeah. Six years of and, playoff and pool. you know what's funny? I won last year. I won last year, and I'm the last. You're the basement. I'm guaranteed last five <laughs> days into the pool this year. He's <laughs> a real loser. Yeah. Who'd, you, who'd you put all your players on one team? Two teams. And they both went out right away? First round. Oh, yeah. Who were they? Which team? Well, I picked the Islanders and, and uh, St. Louis. I didn't want the Islanders, but I had to. I committed, and it was yeah. a mistake. And then St. Louis is a... St. Louis, they just they can't they can't put it together. Perennial Fuck. losers. Perennial first-round losers. They're a good team. They've got Hitchcock as a coach. Yeah, too. they got Hitchcock. They don't got Babcock. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Leafs have Babcock yeah. now. So the parade route is being cleared. Hey, and everybody's... It's heavy news right now. Heavy oh, it's a big deal. He's yeah. the best coach in the league. He's... Well, he's making more than the average player. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I don't know if they'll be staying very long. Yeah, tonight, Kessel's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to play for him. Meanwhile, he's on the chopping block. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A guy's like uh, minus. I want to be part of the solution. Yeah, you're part of the problem, but yeah. <laughs> right now he's a great D. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's I don't know. The, the, they the, just the, need an overhaul. The thing about the Leafs is they're saying right now is that if the I'm sorry for people who aren't from yeah. the area that listen it's to hot hockey talk. Today, though. It's yeah, huge. but it is a big deal for the Leafs talking about the Leafs. We're all, we're all the we're all the Leafs fans. Everybody is. Like Everyone can recognize after this year that the Leafs all. hockey team no. sucked shit. Terrible. Right. They were terrible. That's they started off good, and then they were terrible. All right. And then again, again, again. And now we get in the best, arguably the best coach in the world to I coach the, the, the Maple Leafs. Now, what if he comes in and actually like is such a good coach that he makes them make the playoffs? Well, right? he's already going to make the whole thing. If he thing. makes the playoffs in the first year... Whole thing. Yeah, wouldn't yeah, that be? Worth the, that's worth the fifty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, but, but yeah, but wouldn't that? Right wouldn't that be counterproductive to your goal of getting the Stanley Cup, though? Because you're because you're supposed to be getting. Uh, you're supposed to be like um, building a team that's going to win a cup, and right. instead you're going to coach a shitty team into a into a pretty good team that's going to lose in the first round of the playoffs, right? And then you get shitty draft picks, and you don't build a team to make the cup, right? Well, that's a good yeah. point, Pete. I think uh, I think what he the way he looks at it is uh, he he had ten years in Detroit, and they made the playoffs every single year. He so did. good point. I think you make right. a really valid point yeah. because his goal is to to reach a cup. But uh, reach the if they if is they the can uh, if they can no, it's true. The playoffs Detroit, isn't the first point. Detroit yeah. built a built a team without getting first round pick, like first overall pick. Right, right. because their scouts are amazing, scouts are and then, and then he, he's a good coach and everything. But if you can make the playoffs in ten, that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The ultimate goal is to win the cup. Like there's there's no question about that. And if he's there to do that, it might take yeah, more but, than more than right. if he can just begin yeah. that. 
Like eight years. If you have eight years to win a cup, which is what he's kind of signed up for, right? Eight years. They gave him ten. They give him ten, and he turned. He's like, no, eight's good. I'm gonna do it in eight. Like eight. that's pretty confident. Yeah, he said today that uh, he's gonna lose the first three years. Well, there's no fucking well, question. It, right. Honestly, and he you, said it's gonna get painful. He should try to lose the first three years. That's what he should do. <laughs> well, that's why it, slowly build it up. Build yeah. draft picks and then get a fifth year. He wants to make playoffs in the fifth year. In the fifth I, year. Yeah, I, I don't. I think that's a, a reasonable goal. That that's how he should goal. do it. That's how he goal. should do it. You're right. right by saying, can't go for the playoffs next year. No. Yeah. Like, well, get your young talent, get your talent together, get them playing together, and go for your cup. Yeah. We're all yeah like players. I'm saying, if you if you have guys that aren't going to buy into your system, like like a Finnefer right. Castle, like the guys that are like, uh, well, they got the money, they're not going to play anymore. Yeah, they don't have any reason to do your shit. They want to score goals and they don't want to play defense, like like uh, Castle, right? So if you say to them, like, uh, fine, then you sit on the fucking bench or you go to the minors and we'll pay your salary down there because uh, I don't care. I want you. To, I always just want rid of you. Then that's going to make your team tank a little bit probably because you're not getting the points production, but it's going to get rid of that. Well, the easiest gotta, way to right. stall enough is to put a char cardboard cutout in front of their goalie and he will go and hide on the bench. <laughs> 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 That's from a Bruins fan. That's from a Bruins yeah. fan. I don't like as long as they can be. Uh, as long as they can be content. Like if they're in there, like like I say, if they make playoffs, great. If they don't, well, we can accept that. But uh, that's a good first. I year, just can't though, stand the fact that I still care Let's about. Let's not all get excited, right? We got right. we got the best coach, and now we need some fucking players. Mm, I gotta tell you, you say we. You're. Say, I say we. Sorry, yeah, I should yeah. say we. I'm talking because I'm a Leafs fan. I, I'm saying. The Leafs need to get some hockey players. Yeah. But if the if if the if there is another team like down the road from I'm the Leafs, I'm talking we because that, like I would have you would you suffered through this? Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah your whole life you've gotten fan. shit. Yeah, Dougie Gilmore was a real highlight in my life. <laughs> and Dave Andrews, a real Chuck, highlight. Oh yeah, Pat Burns, all those fucking beauties. Thank yeah. God. Oh yeah. Uh, do you remember Mike Palmatier? <laughs> yes, I do. He was, was a terrific goalie. <laughs> Alan Bester, stop Gretzky and uh, penalty shot. Alan, Be- Be- Alan Bester played for the uh, Brantford Alexanders. Did he? Yeah, and good what, old boy. Yeah, Nikolai Borshevsky. Hey, big old team winner against oh, Detroit. Yeah, Nikolai Borshevsky. That was oh, a yeah. prime time. It was. Believe me, I remember. Those are the only good years I went. <laughs> That's through. it. It ended. It ended right there. Fuck yeah. Me. yeah, our our memories that we're gonna tell our kids about is remember that year we went to the quarterfinals. <laughs> yeah. We went to the we quarterfinals one year. Round, like, oh, those were great run. days. We used to make. Yeah, yeah. I see license plate in Walmart today that had a leaf on it and it said "Woe is me." <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you, out of I all, like the joke. We deserve, it's deserve it. Yeah. What's it? What's the difference between between being a Chicago Cubs fan who haven't won oh. since like 1902 yeah. or whatever it is, or being a Leafs fan when Not you're much. when you're my when you're our age? Like when you're when you your whole life you haven't seen anybody do anything. Good it's point. That's a good point. Yeah, we're Toronto, the same as a Cubs fan. Toronto is in the public eye, heavy. The thing is, the Cubs Chicago isn't Cup- as isn't, much. Isn't the Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cubs, but they're pretty good. Cubs are huge, but they're not. Yeah, they're they're right there, but they're not the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. But like in Toronto, they're huge. It was the Yankees, yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of people say that. I'm sorry, Ben said Toronto should try to get a whole Canadian team. He said there are a few more, and it used to be that way. Like used to have the Montreal, like Montreal had all the French players, and you know you had your regional players. Pardon? How they cheated for all those cups, yeah. Right. They just kept the players that you couldn't let anyone anyone else get at them. Yeah. I love how the Bruins fan still hates Montreal. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Were you really yeah, exactly. ha- were, were, This playoffs for you, being a Bruins fan, Barry, did you just uh, cheer against Montreal? That Was that the whole? That's all I cheered for, and I stopped watching after that. After Montreal was out, <laughs> yeah. you're satisfied? Yeah, happy going golfing. <laughs> <laughs> PK, PK. Once the Canadians start, Dolphins start. Yeah. yeah. When the only Canadian team left was like uh, Montreal, you're like, oh, you know, and like I was, I was like, Calgary can do it, I guess, you know, and then I'm like, oh, I'm out. Uh, yeah. They gave a good effort. Calgary gave a good effort. Quebec's the other Canada anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what if, what if, uh, it's, what if it's a Tampa, what if it's a Tampa Anaheim final? Do you think that matters for the league? No, wouldn't you rather? Wouldn't everyone rather see though, like Chicago, New York? A hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, Chicago, New York. Like no for one gives league, a shit for the league as far as numbers. Yeah, 
it's way yeah. better. But even yeah. the even yeah, even not the markets, just the teams, you know, like just the history of yeah. the teams. No, yeah. I'm not saying those teams are excellent teams. They're they're Anaheim and uh, and uh, Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Steve's like. Yeah, it would be awesome to watch the players on t- Anaheim, Tampa. Yeah, they're 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 great. They're both. They would be two great teams playing playing awesome hockey. It's just like watching Carolina win the cup. Yeah, it's oh, it's like works. you it watch Car- yeah, You know, there was like Eric Stahl is a great player. You know, like there was a lot of great players on the team, but it's like who gives a shit that Carolina won the cup? They don't deserve to win a cup. Yeah. Like their fans don't give a shit. They fans don't know what hockey is. No, yeah. no. Number twenty four is Jeff Gordon. You know, <laughs> yeah. they don't give a shit about. You know. <laughs> They don't care about hockey, you know, at yes, all. Baby. And how did they, <laughs> yeah. when they won a cup, it was a, it was a, just like it was like a kick in the balls, you know, yeah. to all the candy. It was like when that um, American team, Baltimore, won the C- the Grey Cup. You remember yeah. when Baltimore yeah. won the Grey Cup? They cheated it. Well, it was terrible. It was like, and no one could be happy about Baltimore winning the Grey Cup, you know? Nobody's really happy about the Grey Cup, anyways, but at yeah, the, yeah, yeah at that point, you're like, why did we, no one even remembers that there was a team in Baltimore one year for the CFL, it's eh? Two American teams that year, yeah. One of them won. Yeah, it should yeah. be Canadian 100%. It's a Canadian sport. It's got to be a Canadian team. Yeah. The only way we can win it's every a year. CFL, yeah. we got to win. Just like in hockey. You think we'll win another? Like, when's the next time? When's the last time we won a cup in Canada? Oh, 93? Is it the Canadians? Canadians in 93. Toilet seat with yeah. Jersey. Is that the last one? So yeah. 22 years ago. Jesus Christ. 20, it's been 22 years. Is, is that really the last one? We yeah. made the finals a few times. Calgary made the finals. Uh, Edmonton made the finals. Yeah, no cup wins. Right. Ottawa made the Calgary, finals. Yeah, Calgary won. Vancouver made the finals. Yeah. Yeah, we had a run of Canadian Jesus teams in the finals, but never never won. Never oh, won. Yeah, they, they failed. is the last one. Yeah, that's a big. That's probably the longest. That's probably the longest Patrick, drought. Patrick it's got to be the longest drought that we've had that, yeah. that the Canadian teams have had before winning a Stanley Cup. Oh, stop like it. we can only go so many stop years it. with saying this. You is don't our care, sport. eh? No, get a white T-shirt, draw a picture of a toilet seat on it, and it looks like your Habs fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not. I don't mean Montreal oh, Canadians, but any Canadian, Canadian team, any yeah. Canadian yeah. team, yeah. and like Canada even Edmonton. Oh, like yeah. a Vancouver, any Canadian team, there's nine Just of them, Canada, right? Yeah. Nine of them in the league. So out of thirty, that's like almost that's like a third of the league, almost, yeah. right? Yeah. And we st- and it's been 22 years since that since that third of the league has won a cup. Hoisted, hoisted, hoisted the, the cup. States have all our best players. Wow, yeah. If it was if it was regional again, like I think I Lisa. Know, the Avalanche won. That's the Nordiques, isn't it? Well, look. <laughs> it was. Yeah, yeah. It was a year later. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, I think that the when you look at the Stanley Cup winners from the last years, all the key players so have won. If we kept our own, we're yeah, yeah. Kill them all. yeah, yeah. But then we would, uh, then it would be a pretty boring league because we go down to Tampa and just spank a bunch of peewee players. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like they're like those old hockey tournaments we used to go in and the kids and berry skate and their ankles are just breaking but then <laughs> yeah. you get to hear eye of the tiger before you go out there when the canadian teams go down to an american hockey tournament it's like they Your get to have a break because they already know you're gonna win <laughs> yeah hey great tournament guys we've been fucked for three days <laughs> yeah no one cares it's even like you ever been a have you been on a men's league team that went down the states to play in a uh, tournament you should do that because you close on the border. I don't know anyone that's done it. Where I've heard of a men's league team from Canada go down the states to play. I have. I've uh, guys I put that play in our league. Did they win though? Uh, I would assume. I was gonna say I haven't heard anyone that hasn't won. Yeah. I when they go down, they went down to Nashville and played. So I assume they won. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Like it's like it's like when you say like, oh yeah, I, I'm in a hockey league. I my kid goes once a week and plays in a league and then yeah. whatever, and we drive him a half hour to a rink or whatever. Like we know, we have a rink every ten feet, and we fucking play three times a week yeah. at least, <laughs> and, and all year round, yeah. you know. And then we like drive our kids when they're like four years old to like six a.m. practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're the, we're the real we're deal. There at five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is it. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. It's religion to us. Twenty listeners. Any text, Jane? No. no oh, we have 20 no, listeners. No, no texts. We're all curious. No nibbles, eh? No we had a real hot absinthe thing. I think the absinthe was a trick. Eh? I don't know if Jane did you put in a well, did you put I, in a subject matter when yeah, you started? I, I, I had to log out and then I did a cherry pop in Periscope. 
It's something. It's something. Yeah. At least it's something, right? And Cherry Popper is the first episode of the Life in the Dutch Hall, so yeah, it makes sense. Check it out. Anyhow, that let's go. Nice thick hockey talk, though, eh? We never had a sports talk on the show, it. eh? You like that, Mike? Yeah, I did. I enjoyed yeah. it. Well, I got to do more of that for the co-host day eh? because he doesn't uh, he doesn't get that enough. I always because I don't know. I live in a you house. Don't have with, to do it that long, but I like I enjoyed it. I live in a house with uh, three women, That's me, though. so I don't. Uh, so I don't get to uh, even watch sports very often. I have to sneak smart sports away just to pay attention sports. to what's going on. Yeah. Sports. Like I don't have like my TV's on like honestly two channels, TSN or Sportsnet. Like there's only two channels. I don't have to go off anything or CBC when the game's on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, my That's it. That's right. That's all I need is those three. So you should talk more often about it then, if you want. No, no, I, I don't know if people it. will be interested. I have interested. other things in life I like, but. Well, for me, well, we talk. You got NASCAR racing. We talked. Oh we God. did talk. What an experience, hey, Benny! Oh my God, the captain, it. captain over there. We had those. Uh, have you heard any more from our two fans? We, we, no, I haven't. Because this would should be. We mention them. Fi- no, let's not mention them. Heard let's not mention this them this week because yeah, we're getting a little bit too big for their britches. Yep. that's what I think. <laughs> Until you put your show up. I yeah, until I see it. live from Barbie's mansion, I don't want to hear any more talk about it. I yeah. want to, I want to hear the episode. Was this exactly. promo, ladies? Promo. Oh, these are the, these are these are two friends, friends of friends. Oh. Of we're not mentioning them on okay, this episode, yeah. though. No, but yeah. we were gonna mention them. Yeah. We're not gonna anymore. Tip of my tongue. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> what they should do is put out their episode and stop uh, just like talking shit. Right. Trying to be a big shot. Trying to say our Facebook listens aren't, our likes aren't enough. Or Crown the Lion only Crown has Li- 150 likes on Facebook. You know, Crown the Lion, I was going to say, Crown the Lion, we had a big brand, brand practice tonight. Yep. Not, and uh, so you got any tour dates planned yet? You well, got anything to we, announce? We have things planned. They're not booked. Not so booked yet? Once we have things booked, we'll let you know. You will? Yes. All right. You're going to be the first to hear Maybe it. Maybe we'll get a couple more likes on Facebook. Or we're live on Periscope. We'll get some of those hearts. Yeah, crown the lion. <laughs> a couple more likes. If I get up to Hey, when I do this, when I do, when I, when I wink yeah, into the camera, play at does it make more hearts? No, we're down to three. Oh, it lost listeners. <laughs> it lost <laughs> listeners. Wait, the wink didn't work. When I winked into the camera, it actually lost listeners. No, it's, it's interesting. Mike, show your penis quick. <laughs> Wait, let me find it. Oh, that's a stack of red buttons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get uh, before we get going today on today's show, we did have a, a thick uh, thing. I want to play a game that we call. Um, it's. Do you have a theme song for this one? Nope. It's called uh, Which Story Did Our Australian Fishing Charter Guide Show? Can you play the theme song? Today? No, it's not. All right, that's good. That's good. That's we'll take it. it. I was trying to do Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to tell you two stories, and you guys have to guess in the room which is the story that the fishing guide that we had in BC. Actually told. What? Actually told. That he actually told, yeah. So there's two stories, one of which he actually told, one of which I fabricated, okay? Okay. So this is an Australian BC guy. Australia. What? In NBC, yeah, he was NBC. He he was the guide on our, our yeah, on our uh, fishing charter. We were catching kokanee like uh, uh, salmon, like <laughs> freshwater, yeah. freshwater salmon. So, so anyways, we're in there. The one story he told was, uh, he goes, uh, I had an Aboriginal. F- I know, sorry, I got that wrong. Is that the, is that the I had a friend of mine that got a rim job from an Aboriginal girl before rim jobs were popular. <laughs> So we got to guess whether that's true. Right, or that's from story one. one. That's story yeah, one. Number two. Right, number two. I had a friend of mine who blew his hand off with a firecracker. Only had a stump left. I said, it must have been hard to grow up without a stump. And he said, the girls like it, you know. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. What? <laughs> what, instead of finger banging him, he just sticks his stump in? Stick to something, yeah. Which one's real? Which one is real? Which one is real? The real story. Yeah, let's go. The second story is real. You think the stump, the stump, buddy, is real, Ben? Stump. You go stump. I'm going the first one. You go the first one. Yeah, definitely, definitely not the stump. The first one. You go rim job. Rim job. So we got half and half. It's a split room. Split room. I'm going to tell you the answer. You want to do drum roll for this one? Yeah, rim job. 
rim job. Yeah, say it's rim job. Okay, these are... What? You gotta do the first and second story again. Okay, I hit the wrong button. It's dramatic, it's dramatic. These are the two stories. A, the story is rim job from an aboriginal girl. B, stump banging friend. The real answer is, is a trick question. Both stories are true. Both stories are true. (laughs) Yeah, he said at one point in time, I don't even remember what we were talking about, and he goes, I got a. I think we were talking. Oh, we were talking about that tree plant story that I was uh, when I went tree planting that native girl. I told her on the show before, yeah, yeah. where the native girl wanted to uh, uh, have relations with me, exactly. but I told her I was gay, and then they uh, the tribe came to beat me up. <laughs> well, anyways, that was. So this is a gay Australian. That was on the. Uh, <laughs> no, no, this Australian guy said his buddy. His buddy got a rim job from an Aboriginal girl, and uh, have you seen an Aboriginal girl before? Like a picture of an Aboriginal. <laughs> yeah, like First I, I Teddy ever saw. Paul, Paul, you were in Australia before. Have you? Did you see an Aboriginal person? Um, a real Aboriginal person from Australia? No. I don't know. They are not. Like honestly, like there's a. I don't know how to say this politically correct, but like there's a lot of different sort of uh, races in the world, but the Aboriginal people look the most unique. Of all the races. Why do you that say that? That's a very good way of saying Right? That. Would you say that? They look the most distant from... <laughs> yeah. And would you say the closest... Yeah, from Homo sapiens. Exactly. To- now, there is a theory. There is a theory out there, and I've heard this on many from multiple sources, that, the, that there used to be a number of different species of humans, you know? There was Homo sapien, there was Neanderthal, there was a whole bunch of other ones, right? But what happened was people kept distinguishing themselves by these different species and kept enslaving them and killing them ritualistically and treating them like shit and all this stuff. And so they said that uh, now we're all one. We're all homo sapien. But the reality is I think that the science world has said like it's going to stop from us from all killing each other if we just say we're all homo sapien. But I think the reality is we're not all homo sapien. There's still Neanderthal. There's still homo sapien. There's, and there's a bunch of other species of human and i gotta think the aboriginal are one of them right from how different they look from from regular like it's not i mean it's like i'm not trying to be a dick i might be i might be really ignorant here but like the seriously like you look at an aboriginal person it's like they're they're different size they're different like shape and everything what am i doing something wrong too far from Political correctness to wonder about it now. Ah, we got a bite. We got a bite. Oh, Oh, they're right. They're right. I guess I've gotten down the old wormhole. I might as well go all the way, right? Yeah, keep going. going. But I'm just saying, like, even the fact that he told the story, the fact that it was an Aboriginal woman, that led. It was was just like there was a girl in Australia that gave me a rim job before rim jobs were popular. You know, like, that would be. You know, that would be a story, but yeah. when you say I had an Aboriginal woman, it paints a picture in your head like, oh. <laughs> like, what? Like, was she wearing a fig leaf? Did she have bones in her lip or something? Like, it's like, it's a little different thing. Like, how did you even. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the customs are. You know, that's the only thing. <laughs> Anyways. And the other story about the stump, it was, I guess his buddy was a chef. His buddy was a chef, and when he was young, he, he, he blew his hand off with a firecracker. And, and then a so, in itself. Like but he was a talented one-armed, one-armed chef. chef. Yeah, he's a talented one-armed that chef. A, that, that's a big-ass firecracker. Yeah, blew yeah. his hand right off, yeah. Yes. Yeah, dynamite. That did not come from a variety <laughs> store called David's. No. Yeah, no, it was, it was a bat. It's not a black hat. No, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> so he blew his hand off and he said, it must have been difficult growing up with, uh, you know, like with without a hand. And he said, he goes, yeah, but the girls liked it, right? And then he goes, what do you mean? He goes, my wife likes it too, right? Like, and... He's th- he kind of does this motion, you know, like this motion where he, he, tucks, how to use it, he right? tucks his fingers in and he just kind of pretends it's a stump. Do so you, you think know? when he gets tired, like he just switches and goes to that bon- the old bony hand or stump? Well, I got to tell you, Mike, I got to ask you a question. If you had your hand blown off, I threw it to him and he right? the wheel right over it. 
and all you were and all you were left with was a stump. Yeah. But like a, it had healed over. It's smooth. That's smooth. So, right. It's well, maybe like a little bit shimmed. Like it's <laughs> perfectly angled. It's got a little bit of a starter point to yeah, the top of it. You know, the stump, it. right? Oh, curve. Like a snake head. Would you or would you not use it in a oh, sexual ma- manner? You know, if there if the opportunity arose. I would one hundred percent use it. One hundred percent. I think it's a great asset. I don't know a man who wouldn't. I don't know a man who wouldn't. Who who would not use their stump? Now the other the other thing I don't know if the other thing would does it uh, still count if you're in the penitentiary? <laughs> what I don't get it. <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> yeah, even more. I think it would probably be even more sought after. There's more yeah, time so, on your hands to you contemplate what you could do with a stump. You know, back if you're in the spend a lot of time in the penitentiary. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry about that. I thought it was somebody else who was rolling over it. Well, we got uh, we're at an hour an hour now, so I think uh, we should probably call it a call it a show. Did you even talk about farming? I don't think so. We did at the beginning That's a little a bit. How cold it is outside? It's, it's cold, and the guy can't farm. And I made a, a joke about his wife's bum, and then he got upset because it was uh, it was personal and not not something for the public. It was besmirching the good nature of his wife. It's the whole reason. Why Don't we're you remember here. the farming talk, Paul? It's the whole reason. It's a great why we're show. Here. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you to everyone on Periscope that's listening to us. Thank you to everyone at home that listens to us on iTunes or. Stitcher or goes to my website, lifeinthedutchhall.com. Some people watch me on Facebook, at uh, Life in the Dutch Hall on Facebook, or they follow my episodes on Twitter and listen to them there. Uh, but whoever you are, thanks for listening. I appreciate everybody that gives me support. Thanks for the feedback we get every week. And you know what, Mike? What? See you next Thursday. C-U-N-T. Ah. I love that word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. yeah. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. <laughs> you didn't miss a beat, Barry. You didn't miss a beat. I was going to hit the sound bite if you didn't get it. Hmm? What'd you say? Listeners and lots of hearts. Oh, lots of hearts? So three listeners? We hit it. Oh, we got three of we them. got it. Thanks all for listening. At Aubrey 2015, for me, hi. Hi. Hi, Aubrey. I hope you like the show. <laughs> All right. Good job, everybody. Let's yeah. stop it. That was good. Beer me, Bernie. He's a big, juicy <laughs> grin.